Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. Welcome to the FT Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Anna Dedder from the Comment and Analysis Desk of the Financial Times. In this podcast, Stefan Wagstahl looks at the demographic challenge facing Germany. The population is rapidly ageing, putting huge pressure on employers who struggle to find enough workers and threatening its position as Europe's biggest economy. But it is a rich country with a highly educated population and has a chance to be an innovator in managing the problem as Stefan found in Ottenstein in northern Germany. When the quiet village was faced with its school closing for lack of children, Mayor Manfred Weiner hit upon a novel way of attracting young families. Instead of renting out village land to farmers, he is giving it away for free to people willing to move to the picturesque hamlet. Successful applicants will be awarded a building plot on one condition, that they have young children and, preferably, intend to have more. About 30 couples have responded, the newcomers will not on their own rejuvenate Ottenstein's ageing population of 900, but they could be enough to save the school, which the authorities have pledged to keep open as long as the roll does not drop below today's level of 50. 71-year-old Mr Viner says, We have to keep the school. What is a village without a school, without a baker, without a butcher, without a pub? Across Germany, other mayors are asking themselves the same questions. Despite a surge of immigrants, Germany expects 800,000 asylum seekers this year. The population is set to decline from a 2002 peak of 82 million to 74.5 million by 2050, according to the United Nations. The percentage of Germans under 15 is forecast to fall to 13% among the world's lowest. The share of those over 60 is expected to rise from 27% to 39%. Immigration will change the ethnic mix, but migrants who settle in Germany are likely to follow the pattern set by native Germans, who raise too few children to replace earlier generations. Wolfgang Schobel, finance minister, this year said, Demographic change is one of our great challenges. While many EU countries face similar strains, Germany's are particularly acute. With a strong economy and low unemployment, its working age population is falling, putting huge pressures on employers. And there are also possible geopolitical consequences. With the British and French population set to grow, Germany may not remain the EU's most populous country, or even its biggest economy after 2050, with implications for Europe's balance of power. Yet, as a rich country with a highly educated population, Germany has the opportunity to become an innovator in how to manage an ageing population. Rainer Klingholz, director of the Institute for Population and Development, says, Demographic change need not be a catastrophe. The question is how to react. Governments are all used to managing growth. They must now learn how to manage shrinkage. We need a complete rethink in our societies. The problem is... Ageing societies are not necessarily good at rethinking. While many older people express concerns about society at large, when it comes to politics, they tend to care a lot about themselves and their pensions. Governments pander to their demands. Chancellor Angela Merkel's biggest spending handout has been cutting the minimum retirement age to 63 for long-service workers and raising pensions for non-working mothers. Mr Klingholz says this kind of behaviour might get worse. 
Germany's demographic challenge stems from its low birth rate. Post-1945, West German government stuck to the view that women should care for children at home and offered less state-backed childcare and other support for working mothers than in France or the UK. Faced with the choice between a job and children, many German women choose their jobs. Since German reunification in 1990, the authorities have tried to catch up, notably by expanding kindergartens, but are struggling in the face of the popularity of the childless lifestyle. The fertility rate is at 1.4 children per woman, compared with 2, the replacement rate, in France, 1.8 in the UK, and an EU average of 1.6. Deutsche Bank says in a report, Despite massive investment in family policy, the fertility rate has never risen by any significant measure. With fewer children born, Germany is rapidly going grey. At 46, the average age is second only to Japan's. Already one in 20 Germans is over 80. By 2050, it will be one in six on UN data. The strains are exacerbated by domestic shifts. Decades after young British and French people fled small towns for urban areas, young Germans are being lured by the excitement of big cities. This process was long held back by Germany's decentralised structure, which encouraged people to stay in their home regions and by the proliferation of smaller family-owned companies offering high-quality apprenticeships, even in unfashionable places. But fuelled by cheaper travel, young Germans have grown restless and come to prefer university over factory training. So while the overall population has fallen slightly since 2000, the combined total for the largest cities, Berlin, Munich, Hamburg, Cologne and Frankfurt, has grown nearly 10%. Compounding these problems is the westward shift of 2 million East Germans after the 1989 fall of the Berlin Wall, in pursuit of jobs. If East Germany were still a separate country, it would have the world's oldest population, with an average age of over 47. But the ex-GDR is not alone, as Ottenstein shows. The surrounding district's population has dropped nearly 15% in the last 20 years, and is forecast to drop by a further 15% in the next 10 years. There is no shortage of jobs, but young people prefer to live in nearby cities such as Hanover. Mr Viner, the mayor, denies his family recruitment campaign comes at other villages' expense. However, a federal government official says, Of course there is growing competition between communities for people. Localities have to compete, not just with jobs, but with the attractiveness of their town or village. The immigration wave, the result of crises in the Middle East and Africa, has halted the national population decline, with net inflows of migrants of more than 400,000 annually in the past two years, up from a recent yearly average of just 100,000. The net inflow will almost certainly rise this year. But Berlin assumes this wave is temporary and it calculates that even if the average long-term net inflow rises to 200,000 a year, the population will still decline. Such a sustained increase is seen as unlikely because UN forecasts show Eastern European states, which have long been Germany's largest immigration reservoirs, are themselves facing population drops. Meanwhile, many Germans fear immigrants from further afield, such as asylum seekers from North Africa and the Middle East, may prove harder to integrate into society. For employers, the most immediate challenge is a growing skilled labour shortage. With unemployment at only 6%, the market has little slack, and as the baby boom generation retires, it will only tighten further. Prognos, research institute, calculates companies will be short of 1.8 million skilled workers by 2020 and 3.9 million by 2040. Immigrants, often recruited directly from abroad, are filling some gaps. Marcus Kerber, managing director of the BDE, the Employers Association, says more people than ever are learning German all over the world because of the attractions of working and living in Germany. But immigration is not enough to end the skilled worker shortage that translates into about 350,000 a year, nearly as much as the net inflow of all immigrants. 
This makes it more important that working-age people work. After years of lagging behind Britain and France, Germany has almost caught up in terms of female participation in the labour force, with 54% of working-age women in employment compared with 43% in 1990. For workers aged 60 to 64, the result has been even more dramatic, with the employment ratio rising since 2008 from 28% to 50%. Siemens, the electronics group, says this has been largely done by offering extra training, flexible working and opportunities to work from home. Employers hope that a steady rise in the retirement age from 65 to 67 will extend working lives, especially with the spread of mini-jobs, flexible contract posts, that appeal to older workers. But there is a fly in the ointment, Miss Merkel's retirement at 63 law. Deutsche Bank said in a recent report, any deviation from the gradual increase of the legal retirement age to 67 by 2030 would be counterproductive. Without dramatic changes, Mr Kerber predicts that companies will look outside Germany for workers. 20 years ago, the focus was on Eastern Europe, followed by China and other emerging countries. Today, companies are looking again at the US, not least because of its growing labour force. If fewer Germans work, it would be difficult to maintain gross domestic product growth, even at the current long-term rate of 1.2%. Pensions and healthcare costs are expected to grow more rapidly, increasing the burden on a shrinking working population. The European Commission forecast this year that the total cost of the elderly would rise in Germany from 19% of GDP in 2013 to 23.8% in 2060, assuming economic growth of 1%. Germany's costs are expected to rise more than the EU average due to rapid ageing and generous pensions. In response, the government is raising the official retirement age and encouraging individuals to save. Berlin has also cut the fiscal deficit to zero, even as most Eurozone governments are deep in the red. The aim is to cut public borrowing from nearly 80% of GDP to less than 70%. As a finance ministry official says, with the population getting older, it makes it even more important that we avoid new debts. But it may need to do more, especially when it comes to promoting later retirement. Deutsche Bank says, Germany will still have to make considerable changes if economic momentum and wealth are to be safeguarded or even increased over the coming decades. However, few old people like change and old people have a disproportionate voice in German politics. In the 2013 parliamentary election, 36% of voters were aged 60 or over, well above their 27% share in the population. Mr Klingholt says, The dependence on the 60-plus vote is growing bigger. The problem is not that they don't care about the younger generations. The problem is that the politicians woo them with promises. However, others suggest older voters are not so easily bought with handouts. Manfred Gullner of the Forza polling agency says today's 60 and 70-year-olds helped launch Germany's powerful green movement and back the clean energy revolution. Older people are not necessarily less progressive, he says. The mayor of Ottenstein agrees. At first, the old people in the village, they didn't want to give our land away, Mr Viner says. But they wanted the village to have a future, even once they have gone. So they supported the scheme. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.